And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we've got Antran. So, for those of you just joining us for the first time, creepypasta are scary internet stories that get copied and pasted across the internet. And the term became copypasta because of that, and the creepy ones are creepypasta. So now you're in the know. So, um, this one is called Antran. It's a robopasta. Uh, because it's Robovember. No. <laughs> no. I'm not, no. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> d- d- don't, hurt, don't hurt me. I'm thinking if we can make that a thing, okay. Actually, hmm. Future Hashtag Robovember. Robo <laughs> um, but, uh, and yeah, you can check it out at uh, creepypasta.wiki at Antran. Uh, you can also check it out on uh, YouTube at Creepy McPasta's channel. So uh, go check it out. We'll wait. <laughs> All right. And we're back. So, um, Antran. It is a story about a guy and his son. Um, and also a photo that he took in the 70s uh, with his son and a robot. And a third kid. Uh, a second kid. <laughs> you, you saw that too, right? I, I was <laughs> like, I, I immediately was like... We'll get th- we'll get into that in the rundown because I have actually. When I got back to the top, I was like, "What the hell? Where? Who is the second kid? <laughs> who is the second child in the the photo?" <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, the the guy's narrating. It. it takes place in the seventies. Um, is a story, uh, and he's talking about the photo and uh, how it's the last time he saw it. His, the last. Photo it's the he only has photo son. he has yeah, of his son of Ant. Well, of Antran. Oh, yeah, that too. Because I'm assuming that there's um, more pictures of him and his like of his kid. But... Yeah, this is probably like the latest one or whatever. Um, and the guy, uh, works at, like, or he's working a job and he's coming back, uh, goes to a, a junkyard to drop off some, uh, some, some stuff. Some old furniture. Yeah. And he finds this, what he thinks is, at first is like a life-size toy, um, in the junkyard and he, it really intrigues him. So he decides to bring it home and it's this humanoid, uh, figure, like a humanoid robot toy, um, with a very human face and, uh, like just dead eyes. But it intrigues him, so he decides to bring it home, puts it in the back of his truck, uh, gets home, and him and his son just grow really interested in this thing, and they start tinkering with it. Uh, and it eventually come, comes to life uh, through their little tinkerings. Um, like, and it seems to have, like, after like even a few moments, it starts standing and then walking around like a normal person. Um, and it, has, it seems to have a glint of sentience in its eyes when it's powered on. So... They they name it Antran, uh, based off of uh, some text that's printed on the back of it. But they don't know where this thing came from. It just it came from the junkyard, uh, and it kind of goes a little. Uh, like, so like the the sun starts uh, the sun starts tra- oh, starts playing with it, and it becomes kind of like a second son or uh, like a second child, and uh, this kid's best friend because apparently this kid has no friends or has a very hard time making friends. Contrary to that, Ex- photo yeah, contrary to that, the... yeah, that, yeah, that, that's where I was gonna go. It's like contrary to the photo, which has two children at at Antred. Um Apparently, this kid has a hard time making friends, so he starts playing with Antran, and be- they become, like, practically brothers. Um, or kind of like a brother. That's what I got out of it. Uh, and some time passes. In fact, he even, uh, like, the kid's grades even improve and whatnot. And 
then it, like around July, it, uh, at some point he, um, uh, the dad's doing something and, uh, he hears a scream or a gasp, uh, after leaving the kids to a uh, play fight and Antran has bruised, uh, uh, the son, which we don't even get a name for. Uh, and so he scolds Antran, um, like by yelling at him and stuff. And he's just kind of, Antran just gets kind of sad. And that night, uh, the son is, um, son comes into his dad's, um, bed, interrupts him. Um, and it's It's actually uh, a few weeks later. Oh, okay. Just to be annoying. All right. A few weeks later, um, uh, the son comes into his dad's bedroom. Uh, is it crying or is he tearful? Or is just like, he's just sad, just sad. Okay. Um, saying that Antran, um, hurt him again. Uh, and that, it, or that he's acting weird because he's staring at him at the edge of his bed. Uh, and then he notices there's a bruise, and so he asks him to lift his shirt, and he finds that there's tons of bruises all over the kid. So Antran's been naughty, um, and starts becoming a little bit more malicious after this. So um, when they go to check, uh, when they go to the kid's bedroom, Antran's not there, uh, and he, he he they hear him, but they hear him in the attic or in the loft. So they go up there and they see that the windows was it broken open or just opened, smashed, just smashed open, yeah. and Antran is gone. Um, however, that is not the last time we see of Antran because apparently he is stalking the, the family um, from hidden places or from the shadows outside, like leaving like his his presence is is felt and known across their property. Yeah, there's muddy tracks and he's scratches like from him climbing. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what I just got like from it. <laughs> creepy like if scary. i'm wrong i yeah. apologize yeah, um, I know. there isn't a lot of there there is it doesn't give a whole it gives a fair amount of detail but not a lot of details but it keeps it vague yeah it gives a lot of nice little circumstantial evidence but nothing hard and i actually really liked that mm-hmm. um so worried about his son the dad like never leaves his like sight practically like he takes him home and uh takes him to and from school um and then the one day he's uh, he's sleeping, and then he's woken up to uh, to a scream. Runs to the kid's bedroom, and it's just a horrible mess. Uh, and the kid is nowhere to be seen. Um, so the guy calls the cops and doesn't tell them that uh, who the who kidnapped him because that would sound crazy, which is fairly reasonable. Because yeah, this robot thing took my child. Well, and you're thinking like nowadays Who's gonna that's still crazy. Forty, fifty years ago, yeah, that's really just way like, beyond crazy that's just like sir do you, do you want to come with us <laughs> we have this nice padded room well i mean at this point there hasn't we haven't even had the terminator movie and i mean yeah terminator 2 they locked up sarah connor so yep <laughs> um so he's hoping that the, the the description of the child will be enough uh it isn't um time passes uh, guy mopes around depressed because he's lost his son to this thing and then he hears like a commotion when he's uh, one night when he's uh, sitting in his on his chair and with a beer uh, in the kitchen and like in the pantry area. And so he goes to he goes over there, looks around, doesn't find anything uh, amiss except for on the counter there is a red car, and this red car is what is, was Antran's favorite toy, and that's where the story ends. Um, like that is legit the end of the story. I I don't know, I liked the. Uh, I liked the story because it felt like uh, those 80s or 90s kids movies, like E.T. or uh, Batteries Not Included, or 
um, like Flight of the Navigator kind of thing, except gone horribly wrong, where like the kid finds gets a friend that's not human or like either a robot or an alien or something like that. But rather than go like the oh it's innocent and all that stuff, no, they twist it on its end and make it a little bit darker. Like it goes kind of uh, like it goes pear shaped and <laughs> the whole situation. So yeah, it's it becomes well, a proper horror movie at this point. Like it stops being a kids movie, like a kids like. Um, movie from the 80s or 90s and becomes more of a horror movie uh, uh, plot. Yeah, more of a thriller than a horror, but yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's, it's splitting hairs at that point. It's It was well done. I liked it. I liked that. Um, even, you know, yeah, it... <laughs> yeah, like it's... it's, it's it, this creepypasta is definitely um, one that spawned from the photo, like no doubt. Um... The photo is creepy. Like it's a good, it's a good little like kind of primer for the rest of the story. Yeah, I except I... for that second child. <laughs> Who is that kid? But it did. This is one of the instances where I noticed the photo, and it just the photo took my eye. Yeah, because I was like, "What am I looking at?" Exactly. Like, I mean, obviously it's shopped, but it's really well shopped. Yeah. Um, like just fantastic photo. And I was like, what am I looking at? I want to read this story. Exactly, yeah. Whereas most of the other ones, You're like just... most of the other pictures, they're just so they're horribly bland or generic or just, yeah, completely ridiculous. Like, you're looking at it, it's like, this is totally photoshopped. I mean, I can't even be fully immersed by it. Yeah, this is like, you know, this looks like a quick little snapshot of... You know, an actual family. Some like a, kids in a neighborhood where a robot is a resident. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, you they're know, hanging out with the robot. Exactly. It's just you know, I get this, and I get the sense of friendship yeah. amongst them and camaraderie, and I'm just like, I kind of want to know more. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like I said, it's a good primer for this rest of the story because it actually ties in perfectly with the story. Because that's what the whole, like, you, again, the story is definitely about this photo, and it's not shoehorned totally in. Or it's not, like, I don't know, like, it, like it's not, like, we've had other ones where, like, we've looked at it, it's like, where they were trying so hard to make it the photo, or, yeah. like, to tie the photo in. I can't this, actually guarantee you that this photo wasn't made for this story. story. Yeah. Like, whereas, like you said with the other ones, it's... Jeff like, oh, you saw, yeah, you got this creepy photo, and you shoehorned this story to make the photo make sense, and yeah. all you did was make your story make no sense. Exactly. This one, like, and this, I genuinely don't know if, if which one, someone like what came wrote first? the story, made the picture <laughs> to make the story pop, or made the picture and was like, you know, there's a there's a story there, or even found the picture on the internet, like. This story is that well integrated. The photo is that well integrated into the story, whichever way it goes. Exactly, yeah. Um, my actually, like, not even really a complaint or anything. It just, I also liked how um, the story ends like pretty abruptly, or like it ends, it, or it ends kind of like on like a cliffhanger kind of thing. And it left me wanting to wanting to hear more, wanting to read more. Like I wanted to know, like, it's like really you spent forty years of your life, like, like, like you, you, uh, like. I'm assuming that the uh, between like paragraph the last paragraph and like the and a couple paragraphs earlier, um, not a whole lot of time passed before he found the car on the counter. Yeah, but then he just gave up. If... It's like after that, like th that's the end of the story. Like there's 40 years of 
Like, you never found your son after that. Like, Or maybe you did. Or may- exactly. Who knows? Yeah. Exactly. It leaves you, without telling you exactly what to think, what to feel, yada yada, it just lets your imagination run rampant. And I know I've torn at other stories for this, but this one does it well. Yeah. It, it, it knew, whoever wrote it knew when to stop, and they picked that time, and they stopped, and it just worked. Yeah. And it's one of those things that when you're writing a story, you either do it right or you do it wrong. And this guy did it right. And this guy did it right. And, you know, maybe I'm on his dick. (laughs) (laughs) But I, you know, for the first time in how long I've read a creepypasta that I've genuinely enjoyed. I think, I mean, you've enjoyed some of the other ones, but you've been able to nitpick a lot. Of the other ones, or you've been able to, you've been able to like throw, like you've been able to put in your two cents about criticism toward it. This one, I think this, like you don't have, do you have a whole lot of criticism? Of this one? I don't actually really have criticism. I mean, the writer can't keep his tense straight, but okay, yeah. This is one of those rare occasions where, as I'm reading the story, I'm not being taken out of it by screwing up of tense. I notice and keep going. Um, and honestly, that's that's really getting down into nitpicky because it's there, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the story is also there, and the rest it's of it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Wow. <laughs> you you heard it here, folks. First, folks. <laughs> you know what? If anyone else has ever discussed this creepy pasta, I didn't say it first. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Because. <laughs> There's just no... Well, even, like, the guys, like, uh, like if you look at the... Com- I did actually look at the comments this morning to double-check to see what the other people were saying, and a lot of it was positive. Like, the one thing that people were nitpicking was that microwaves were not out during the 70s, but then people argued that they were, and that was about the only thing <laughs> negative I heard in that comment section. <laughs> like, everything else was, yeah, not very scary, but it was a good pasta, or, like, this is what got me into... This is what got me to start writing pastas. Yeah. Uh, there isn't... Yeah. So, I mean, like, again, like, not a whole, like, it was a pretty good story, like, all around. Yeah, and it wasn't really all that creepy. No. Like, it, it was a good, but it was, but there were some effective parts of it. Like, not, maybe not creepy necessarily, but, like, when Antran goes bad or goes rogue, like, that whole idea is creepy. The idea of that robot going, and we've seen it all before, like, in movies and stuff like that, when the robot goes bad, like, I, robot. <laughs> It's actually kind of keep kept coming up when it, because the, I think because of the image of the robot and Antran. Um, you know what? I didn't even think of that until now. <laughs> but you can see it now, right? Well, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. So uh, one thing, because okay, when I got into like when I started getting into this, like reading the story after I had seen the picture, I went into my predictive mode, like trying to figure out, okay, there's going to be something. What is it? I honestly, and I, I want someone to write this and, you know, make a creepypasta out of this because, well, I don't know if it'd be a creepypasta, but I think it'd be a really good story of, especially once he was like, oh yeah, it was in the seventies. I was like, oh, it's totally going to be that the robot is running out of power and he doesn't know how to like replace the power cell or whatever. Oh no. Like, and it was, I thought it was going to be, like, this tear-jerking sad thing, and, like, honestly, it wasn't, and I'm not, 
I wasn't disappointed because I didn't get what I wanted, even though... Which is what we've had happen in the past. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Because, well, what we still got was still just as good. Yeah. Um, and like I say, this one wouldn't be a really creepy story, but it could be, I don't know, just the whole thing, like, he spent 40 years with this robot, you know, raising it as a son and, you know, teaching it to have a conscience and, yeah. you know. Morality. and Exactly. Morality. And and now, like, it's, it's dying. dying and the creepypasta is like a cry for help for someone with the knowledge Whoever built it, or it's like I'm writing this right now to tell my story of my son, of my son, and, and whoever wrote, whoever designed him, or whatever, please get a hold of me, or like, you know, or... whoever might be able to figure it out. Like you know, God. that would just be so cool. Yeah, again, not a creepy pasta per se, but a good po- like a robo pasta. Yeah, I, I I just I think it would be a very like touching and heartwarming story yeah um oh my god (laughs) so yeah if you're listening and you think that you can do that idea justice um do it and then get a hold of us (laughs) yeah and then let us know because i want to read that and see how that plot works out oh that is pretty good yeah, the, the reason I, I chose Antran this 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 week uh, wasn't all necessarily because of Robo Vember, though that, we might try to make that a thing. Um, but uh, also because I was actually I was curious if there were any creepypastas about robots. And this is the like as soon as I typed in robot creepypasta, Antran was the first thing that came up. Understandable. It's it's not a very, it's a very niche. It's one of the genre. best pastas I've read, and it has a robot. So. If you're looking for a robot story, yeah, this is probably going to be the one you're going to find. Yeah, Just... it definitely is, yeah. Um, I want to know, I, it also leaves you wondering, it's like, what the hell does Antran mean? Like, exactly. Like, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't he tell you there, a lot of things. But it works in the story. But, but if, he, if he had have told you what Antran meant... It might have ruined it. Where the hell did he, like, how did he find that out? It would have raised questions. Exactly, yeah. So, it, yeah, it really is like kind of like, this happened to us. I don't know a whole lot of the details, but this is my account. Exactly. And, and it worked really well. Yeah, he didn't, didn't inundate you with didn't. information. Yeah. He didn't, you know, um, he didn't cover any, like, time with the robot that wasn't important. Yeah. Like, they turned it on, you know... It came to life. It was Pinocchio. It, it was had a, a Pinocchio story. It had a favorite toy. <laughs> yeah. It, you know... It tried to it emulate It played food, with my know. son, but hurt him, like... And, and I then, scolded him, and then it got mad, or it got sad and then mad because of that, and then it became more obsessive with the son. Exactly. Like, there's, it wanted to be a real boy. It was a very Pinocchio uh, syndrome, or whatever that... There's actually a word for that kind of thing for programming and robots, um, wanting to be real, but... Um, yeah, no, it, it like it, it went like I said, like it starts off being like an eighties, nineties movie where like the kid has a new friend that's not human but it's trying to be human or it wants to be human and he treats it like that. And then something happens and the and the robot is scolded and then the robot goes ro- becomes uh, go, it, the story goes dark from there because it doesn't have any morality or um, conscious conscience for the most part. It's it's a sentient thing without morality. Exactly. So it's becomes obsessed or fascinated with the kid um, because of favoritism, essentially. I think it's like, yeah, it was jealous of the kid uh, or for being punished, so. Yeah, it was, yeah, I can't, That that's actually another thing that I loved about it was that he never tells you 
why the robot did what it did. No. And again, it's a matter of he doesn't even he know couldn't why. have known. Yeah, and he doesn't. So he, he doesn't. Yeah. You know, the story doesn't bullshit you with like, oh, I figured it out. It must have been this. No, he actually straight up says, "Like, I don't. Like, I don't I, know I was, what the fuck I spent, happened. Like, I spent days trying to like figure out what had we done to cause uh, to Antran to go nut uh, to go bad." And it's that's like, perfect that's because exactly. Antran has to. Well, not doesn't have to, but is very likely and very believably going to have an alien thought process. Yeah. Just because, you know, he's like he's programming. He doesn't have conscience or conscience. He doesn't have, you know, a morality scale. He has like does he have any emotion? I mean, obviously uh, he tries to emulate it like and uh, and like he has some kind of form of happiness. Maybe either either some form of happiness or he's emulating play with the child. But I, and then it's not until um, the dad scolds him that maybe something else triggers, like a program triggers or something like that, and he goes into a different mode. Well, but yeah, we don't know what... Yeah. That's the thing. We're left wondering, but we're left wondering in a good way. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not holding. It's not withholding information just, you know, to withhold information. Kind of like how it doesn't give you information just to give you information. Like, yeah. I'm curious... Like, this story left me very curious, yeah. and at no point does it really try to satisfy my curiosities, yeah. and that's perfect. That I don't know, this time it worked brilliantly, and I'm sure, like, I'm sure if we do another story just like this in the future, I'm sure it won't be done perfectly. Yeah. I mean, the odds of that are pretty High. slim. Yeah. So... I mean, you yeah, know. yeah, the odds of do, of having yeah. a second time around like this are pretty slim. Yeah. And, I mean, this is one of the things that I love about writing and, you know, reading stories and what we're doing here. Because I can't say what makes Antran work perfectly. And it's... I can't say what wouldn't, what would make another one not work. Yeah. And it's just a matter of... It's, it, it's... A hit or miss kind of game. Like you gotta, like you, you might find gold, you might find shit. Like that's, what, like that. I think we said it at the beginning of this whole thing was that like it's like we're gonna be sifting through a lot of shit, but we're about we're eventually gonna find nuggets of gold in this spot in this series, and we have found like a couple of pieces. Oh yeah, no, like there are lots of good creepy pastas out there, and we're just gonna keep digging until we find all of them or find a lot of them. May may not find all of them, but we'll find a lot of them. Or until we go insane. That too. <laughs> Some might say I'm already there. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up. Honestly. Oh That's god, yeah. Um, uh, like unless you have anything else to say about it, because I like, honestly like again like it was a good pasta. Um, if you like robots, if you like these kind of stories, check it out for sure. Um, like yeah, I kind of want to see if there are any other robot pastas now and see what has been done and what what has worked and what hasn't so. yeah i this one was just great i liked it mm -hmm. um obviously a big old recommendation for me um for no other reason than the fact that it's good yeah um, that it's a good read yeah because i mean some of my other recommendations have disclaimers this or have one, like specific things that you need to re like no disclaimer yeah. this is this is just a well done thing nice and short yeah um like i say it doesn't inundate you with information it doesn't try and be smarter than you or anything like that it's just here you go yeah and again like the only thing i've really the only, the only thing that i think both of us really had had 
nit, really like, serious nitpicky issue with is that photo with the two. Like we we never find out what the hell the two like the second child is, and it kind of makes no like it makes a, the one thing that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense is that the guy says that his son had a hard time making friends. And so did anybody else, and, no, and nobody else seems to, like, nobody else seemed to know about Antran except for the kid and the son, or the kid and the dad. Exactly. So who's this other child? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's a nit, very nitpicky thing, but it's just something that we should probably bring up this because. Well, in this picture, really, like it, like I said, it helped bring me into the story and make me want to read, read it. it yeah. So for something that was that good of a companion to the story, but kind of leaves a hole in the story it's kind of a big deal yeah it's a bit of a it's it's the only plot hole that we've really been able to find so far yeah and i mean yeah that, that is kind of splitting hairs it also maybe, like, but... which one was his son <laughs> like i i keep for some reason i keep going to the one on the, the left but <laughs> the one you see on milk cartons uh oh <laughs> i know it's true but <laughs> <laughs> but they're both on milk cartons. So. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, go go check it out for sure. Um, like this is actually a glowing recommendation from both of us, I think. Um, yeah, I had some like like I said, I had a few nitpicky things, but I mean they're not serious. Like, they didn't hamper my reading of this. Um, and you can check them out again at creepypasta.wiki or check out the creepy McPastas youtube channel um he does a great reading of it yeah i actually almost went went lazy on this one and did uh like watch one of the videos and then i was like no no and luckily it was short (laughs) well and for so many reasons i'm glad i read it yeah um just because yeah it, it was one of those yeah um yeah and uh of course if you have a uh if you have a, a like a share, if you share our opinion, if you for some reason have a heart are heartless and don't share our opinion on this, um, or if you write that, or if pasta yeah, exactly, if you write that, that other pasta um, that I gave you know an idea for, I really think that done well, that could be like just a really that could really, be a really good robot story. Just like, exactly, you can uh, send us uh, a tweet on. Uh, we are now both on Twitter uh, at Review Cultist and. Dr. Leviathan? Yeah. Uh, and we are also, we're going to be on, we're on YouTube and on iTunes, so leave a comments in the section below for YouTube um, or wherever you find this and leave send us a review. Uh, tell us how we're doing. It's always helpful. Yeah. Uh, uh, give us recommendations on creepypastas to do. Yep. Um, you can leave those uh, also, uh, like suggestions and whatnot, at, e- at our email, which is aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E. R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. And yeah, you can send us suggestions and uh, let us know what we're, how we're doing. And uh, if you happen to re- write that, that robot pasta that uh, Leviathan here uh, gave, shot through the, uh, like, kind of through the idea for, or brainstormed the idea for, um, we want to know. <laughs> we want to read that. So um, I guess that's it for the show so until next time i've been your host review cultist and as always i'm dr leviathan and this has been al dente rigamortis sleep well